Today's guest is Manny Norland, the principal of the School of Homeopathy. Manny grew up with homeopathy in his DNA, his father being the late Misha Norland, who founded the School of Homeopathy, where Manny trained in 1999. Manny has also studied with many leading homeopaths, including Jan Scholten, Massimo Manjalavore, Shashindra Joshi, Rajan Sankran, and his son Jeremy Scher's Dynamis postgraduate course. Manny is also a founding member of Homeopathy Course Providers Forum and a founding member and vice chair of For Homeopathy, the pro-homeopathy group of 11 organizations in the UK. With this group, Manny has been instrumental in the rebranding of homeopathy in the UK with the development of a new logo, celebrity campaigns and media intervention. He stands on the events panel for the Society of Homeopaths and is on the organizing committee for Homeopathic Research Institute. Manny also teaches students in the fourth year about setting up in practice. Manny is passionate about the positive promotion of homeopathy to the general public and has written many consumer-facing articles on homeopathy and has been interviewed on BBC Radio several times. He has lectured on the subject many times in the UK and overseas in Belgium, Hong Kong, Ireland, Japan, Norway, Israel, Serbia, Australia, America, Canada, Greece and South Africa. To find out more about the School of Homeopathy, visit www.schoolofhomeopathy.com. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Homeopathy Hangout, where we discuss all things homeopathy from around the world. And now my mum and your host, Eugenie Kruger. Hello, homies, and a very warm welcome to Homeopathy Hangout. Today, we get to speak with the lovely Manny Norland from the School of Homeopathy in the UK. Welcome, Manny. Hi, welcome. Yeah, it's great to be here. Hi, homies. That's your <laughs> podcast nickname. I like it. It's Sounds our tagline. <laughs> It's yeah. a good tagline. It's very friendly. It sounds like they're just around the corner and we're all hanging out together. It's good. I like it. Here in Perth, that is happening. We've got about a thousand mums here that are all in my little Facebook group that, you know, and they often go and drop remedies off to each other's houses and we often have catch up. So it really is like my home girls. Excellent. That sounds nice. Yeah. yeah. It's great to be here and I'm very pleased to be talking to you about homeopathy and learning homeopathy in the school and so on. Wonderful. Now, Manny, you obviously need no introduction and no explanation of how you got into homeopathy, but incredibly, there are going to be some listeners that don't know who you are. I can't imagine who they would be, but there might be one or two. Maybe tell our listeners oh. how you first discovered homeopathy. <laughs> okay, I probably first discovered homeopathy when my father was giving me a tincture when I was about five or six years old or something like that. Because <laughs> my dad is a well-known homeopath. His name's Misha Norland. Sadly, he's no longer with us. He passed away last year. But that meant that myself and the family, we all grew up with homeopathy around us. Mm -hmm. And I'm the eldest of the boys. I was in there first. And when I was little, I used to suffer a lot from eczema and I used to get it in the pits of my elbows and behind the knees, the kind of classic hot, hot spots, really horrible, really itchy. And obviously under times of stress, it would spread. And my father was just getting into homeopathy around that time. He left a career in movies to train as a homeopath and was known locally. We, I grew up in Crouch End in North London, and he was known locally as the kind of barefoot homeopath or the long-haired homeopath, hippie homeopath, because he used to walk around Crouch End in bare feet with a long hair and a ponytail, looking quite the dude and helping people with homeopathy. And he very quickly got a very big and successful practice and grew from there. And he, of course, was helping me with homeopathy. And so he 
created this little tincture. It's called an LM potency for those of you that know what LMs are. They're like a very kind of weak, diluted form of homeopathy that allows you to take it more often. Mm -hmm. And so I was basically taking this whenever I had an itch or a scratch, which, you know, was quite often. Mm -hmm. And this thing had a little taste of alcohol to it. So <laughs> I used to quite like the taste of it. <laughs> so I'd be dosing myself up with this remedy. But after a few weeks, the eczema completely cleared up and I've never had it since. So that was my sort of first introduction to homeopathy. We all just love your dad so much. I unfortunately never had the privilege to meet him in person, but I feel like I know him because I have watched countless hours of YouTube videos of him explaining Materia Medica because he would just explain it like he personally knew that peregrine falcon or he personally knew that like a photo like he just had such a way of making it come alive and you actually look so much like him you probably get that all the time but you two just look like two peas in a pod you look so similar and <laughs> it's do you get that yeah we, we were once going to new york together to do some teaching we were on the airplane and the lights were down low and we were watching a movie and the air hostess came down the aisle and she said oh wow are you two brothers oh, your dad would have <laughs> and loved my that. dad was so <laughs> pleased he was like beaming for the entire trip and then of course went round telling everyone in new york that we got mistaken for brothers <laughs> oh. and i had to giggle about you saying you like the taste of alcohol because a lot of our clients i don't know how many messages you've had but i have had like dozens of text messages of my child just ate my entire homeopathic kit with a sugar pillules because of course the kitties love it but actually some kids really like that so the mum thinks okay i'll leave the sugar pillules and go for the alcohol for the tinctures the liquids the tincture, but the kitties yeah. love those as well one of my friend you know that her son who was about three or four he just drank like all her liquids so he would have gotten a good dose of vodka in there <laughs> yeah. yes no the pills are tasty for little kid and they're made of sugar of milk so they're pretty yummy yeah and i remember when i was young my dad came downstairs this is when we were in crouch end i was really little and i pushed a chair up against the remedy cabinet and i had my hand in the drawer and i was just helping myself to a bottle of remedies i was just pouring a bottle of remedies into my <laughs> mouth to have all the sugary goodness <laughs> but he stopped me before i managed to continue my way through the entire drawer but thankfully with homeopathy it doesn't matter if you take one mm. remedy or a hundred remedies the dose remains the same <laughs> so exactly. yeah so no damage done as far as i'm aware just today i had a mum tell me that her daughter is really cottoned on now so she doesn't eat the whole bottle anymore she just eats the bottles half she just makes sure she leaves enough behind so Manny, how did you become involved with the School of Homeopathy? And tell us a little bit about the School of Homeopathy. Yeah, of course. So the school started in 1981. My father started it. He was, it wasn't the first school, but we are now the oldest school in the UK. But he was, he, the first school was started maybe a couple of years beforehand. And he was one of the lecturers there. Mm. And the students kept saying to him, you should start your own school. And it just so happened at that time we were moving from London and going down to Southwest, down to Devon. Mm -hmm. And so when my dad made that move, that's when he started the course down in Devon. And it quickly became very popular and it was run out of run. Originally, it was run out of a place opposite where we lived. And then we moved again and then it was run out of the family home. Mm -hmm. And having it in the family home actually gave it that kind of 
family feel. It is a family-run business. You know, there was my dad, there's myself, there's my wife, there's my brother Luke. We're all involved. So it has that kind of warm heart and that kind of family feel, which does, I think, work really nicely with something like a healing subject and something like homeopathy. I was actually in London and working as a designer at the time for the leading agencies in London and doing brand and graphic design and enjoying myself in my 20s and earning good money and London's an exciting city. But in the back of my mind, I was thinking, I should learn a little bit about homeopathy. Of course, I grew up with it and I had all of these ideas, potentially knew more than I realized, but I'd never had a formal education. And I just thought, I'll go along and do the first year because it's such a good thing to know about so that you can help your family and friends and loved ones. And so it was really just for practical reasons. And I told my wife and she said, oh, wow, I'd like to do that too. So we used it as an excuse to get out of London one weekend a month because the school's attendance course is one weekend a month for four years. And so we went and did the first year and then completely fell in love and got the bug. It's like nothing else studying homeopathy. It's such an interesting subject. And when you come back as an adult learner, to learn something that you're interested in, it's so different to being to when you were at school. I think many of us have difficult memories about education and school and college and so on. Not always comfortable trying to do really well and trying to succeed in subjects that we didn't really enjoy. And so coming back as an adult learner is just so different because passionate about the subject, you want to learn it. Mm. And so it's an enjoyment, it's giving yourself a gift. And so it was like that for us. We were leaving the smelly city and going to the beautiful countryside, hanging out with the family, learning this amazing subject, and then going home and working on our assignments. And we just lost ourselves in homeopathy for that year and then decided, let's carry on. We loved it so much, we did the second year. And then we had to take a bit of time out because we made this sort of massive decision to change career. And that's when I left the sort of design business and went into homeopathy. And actually what happened was a friend of my father's that ran the School of Health. Back then it was called Alternative Training, but we rebranded it. And so he was running the School of Health and he was wanting to retire. And so I started chatting to him at the end of, I guess, 2004, I think, the end of 2004. Mm. And then by early 2005, we'd bought his business. We'd remortgaged our flat in London and bought his business. And then that year we moved out of London, left our jobs, moved into the kind of cottage end of the family home, moved that business from Wales down to Devon. And I started getting involved with the homeopathy course. So it was like this crazy year. And when you look back at it now, it's just as well as young and full of energy. (laughs) You wouldn't plan something like that. It was bonkers. You just crack on. And that's what we did. And that was my move from commercial high-end business, Mm. corporations, meeting Mm. with board directors, and then coming into this lovely world of, of natural medicine and especially homeopathy. Everyone you meet is just so lovely. And it's such a contrast to the kind of world that I was in before. Of course, people are lovely, but it's different. Big business is very different. And this homeopaths, it does attract a particular lovely type of person that's into helping people and healing and nature and the environment. And you put all of these things together and it's just a nice profession to work in. And yeah, my wife and I made that big change. And it's not dissimilar. If I look back now, it's not actually that dissimilar to what my father did. He was 
very successful in the advertising and movie industry as an editor working in Soho. And then in his late 20s, he found homeopathy and everything changed. And I was similar in the design industry. And then I was in my late 20s and everything changed. And I think that's quite, I guess it's quite a common age for people to get interested in homeopathy. But the school, we do some 18, 19 year olds come onto the course, but they are far and few between. Mm. And I do think it's a subject that attracts an older person. But I think in a way that's a good thing. It's okay, because the more life experience you have under your belt, then the better place, you know, that you're in a better place to talk to other people about their mm. health issues and their well-being because you've probably experienced similar things in your time. That said, I do get excited when an 18 or 19 year old wants to join the course because they've got their whole life ahead of them. You and know, of course, great. Hilary Dorian and Ian Watson, two of my just favourite homeopaths, they both started when they were 19 years old and 40 years later, it's still going. Go. So yeah, it shows you you do. Absolutely. And actually, I said to Ian about that, do you think it's like a disadvantage starting so young? And he said, said, no, it just meant he didn't have any preconceived ideas about what it is to be divorced or what it is to have been cheated yeah. or what it is to be a child because he'd never experienced any of that. So there's no preconceived ideas. So I thought that was interesting. But what sort of age would you say on average and what sort of demographic is at the School of Homeopathy and what sort of people do you have and do you see people worldwide? Mm. Is it a worldwide course or mostly in the UK? Yeah, so... The course started in the UK as an attendance course. And then in 1987, my father started what would have been then a correspondence course, a distance learning course. And that has developed over the years into this amazing online course that you can do from anywhere in the world. So I would say we have about 50% of our students coming from abroad now and a lot actually in Australia. And then, of course, America and Canada and New Zealand, all the English speaking countries, mm -hmm. but all across Europe and the Far East as well. We have students in over 100 countries. And at any one time, we have around 500 students doing our courses. Wow. So. Yeah, and it's the online course is very nicely structured. Everything is beautifully written down and easy to follow. And then you have all these pre-recorded movie lectures and audio lectures that you listen to that accompany each module. So for example, year one of the course is made up of seven modules, and then you would work your way through unit one, reading the unit and reading the books and listening to the lectures, answering the kind of self-assessment questions, you're assigned a personal tutor that's very caring, but also a fully practicing homeopath. So they know homeopathy inside out and they're there to support you and answer questions along the way. And then at the end of the unit, you answer the assignment questions and the students love the assignment questions. Just they really get you thinking and they're such good fun. Very our school has a very kind of philosophical, esoteric kind of edge to it, which the students really because it gets you thinking at a deep level and gets you thinking creatively and exploratory as an adult. And many people say that homeopathy is like a different perspective on the world. I always remember this beautiful quote from one of our students that said, going to the school of homeopathy is like going to a university all about yourself because you're learning so much about what it means to be human and how the human body works and the difference between health and disease and how to bring somebody from disease back into health that it's just a fascinating exploration of humanity and all of nature and all of these things that can be used to make medicines to heal the sick and it's a very big container it doesn't matter about where you come from or your outlook the homeopathy kind of fits so we get people from all walks of life and all ages. We've got people on the course 
like I said, that are like 18, 19, all the way up into their 70s. I would say that the predominance is around the 30 to 40s. That's probably what most people are. And we get a lot of mums and a lot of women, as you do in many of the caring professions, like nurses and natural medicine and so on. I think women are just more natural nurturers and carers. It just goes with territory and they make fantastic healers and homeopaths. That's not to say that we don't get men. You were asking about what sort of people come. And, and mums come, I think, because they've got a young family, they want to look after the kids, and they start to really think about what are in these drugs? What are the mm. side effects? What are the chemicals? Do I want to give that to my precious little girl or little boy? Mm. And they start to reevaluate their healthcare systems that they're using. And I think you can pretty much you can divide people into two categories when it comes to healthcare. There are those that are very happy to go down the conventional route first. And here in the UK, we have the NHS and it's free. It's free for people to go to. Of course, it's not free. We pay for it in our taxes. It's free to go to. And so a lot of people think, well, I'll just do that first. I'll just try that as my first port of call. And then if that doesn't work, then they might try homeopathy. And then there's the other category, which is they try natural medicine first. And then in the back of their mind, they know that if that doesn't work, of course, they can always go to conventional medicine and see their GP. And so you've got these two camps of people. And I think as families start to have children, that's where maybe a bit of a shift happens and they start to look at the kind of natural possibilities. Yeah, I drifted all over the place there. <laughs> no, that's fine. I was actually good. just going to say so, <laughs> something really freaky happened while you were talking, because as I was like looking through your website the other day, you know how you have all these, the world's most famous homeopaths on your website that kind of slide through on the yes. header with a quote. Yes. And with yours, it said homeopathy is going to a university all about yourself and oh, I was yeah. actually about to write this in my notes of mentioning that to you as oh. you said it and I was like oh that's freaky Synchronized but, <laughs> it is. Yes, but what I, I was like going to say is that on Fridays I batch record my podcast and the gentleman I had on just before you which was the amazing Jeff Johnson and thank you so much for like yes. nudging him to come on the show and yes. he is one of the lecturers at your college and holy moly what a man so anyone listening to this episode that want to get a feel for what the lecturers are like go and listen to that podcast episode I was like I didn't want it to end I was like I'm so sorry I have to go because I've got to interview Manny now but you know, his <laughs> knowledge and the depth of it, the depth of his yes. knowledge. And it's just, he goes down this rabbit hole and that rabbit hole. It's like just this, it's just absolutely amazing. And the lecturers that you have are just so incredible. And also mm. just want to say for our Australian listeners that you, your school is one of the only a couple that are actually have registration here in Australia. So if the Australians do study through School of Homeopathy, they will be registered by the Australian Register of Homeopaths over here. And that's really helpful to know as well. Yeah, we've worked very hard to get the course registered in, in the main countries, which obviously raises the whole profile of education in the school for all the other people in the countries where registration doesn't exist. Mm. So yeah, we're the only school in the world that's accredited in Australia, America, the USA and the UK. Mm. And all international students, when they graduate from our course, attendance or home study, they can register with the Society of Homeopaths in the UK, regardless of which country they're in which is, yeah, it's fantastic because it gives you not only the qualification from the school, 
but the registration with one of the world's leading registering bodies. Yeah, that's good. What would you say the experience of studying homeopathy is like? I'm always like giggling as I'm asking you this question because it's it's like asking somebody what is homeopathy because the experience of studying homeopathy is actually quite a journey in itself. But if you think back of yourself and your wife when you started your journey, what would you say that was like for you? Yeah, I'd say in one sense, it's mind blowing. And in another sense, it's like sort of flower, a bud slowly opening and blossoming The kind of the more you learn, the more you flower. It's just such an interesting subject from a philosophical perspective, as well as the fascination of studying all these different remedies. So in homeopathy, there are over 4000 different remedies currently available now. And every one of those is made from something in nature whether it's from the plant kingdom, the animal kingdom, or the minerals. And just studying something from nature in that way as a medicinal subject is fascinating in itself. But then you're almost looking at the sort of personality of the remedies. You can almost create caricatures of them. And that that's really interesting to look at nature in that way and to explore a substance and to understand its healing properties and how that relates to the human. But then there's the exploration of what it means to be human and what is somebody's purpose for being and why in this world, in this environment, are they having stress that is then causing them sickness? Mm -hmm. And where are these stress points? And as a homeopath, we're kind of following the patient's pain, the patient's sickness. And we're trying to understand and explore that with the patient. And just by getting the patient to explore and talk about that is so healing in itself because you hear yourself saying it and that's therapy in itself. Mm -hmm. But then as a homeopath, you sort of analyze all of that and explore all of that in using the methods and tools that you learn through homeopathy. And so there's this kind of detective work to being a homeopath that's really exciting as well. And this analytical work that comes after you've taken the case. And then you're what's called repertorizing the case or to find the best remedy. So we have computer repertories and we have the books as well. Most computers have really moved things on and made things easier for us. And that process is really interesting too. Taking the symptoms from the patient and putting them into the repertory and then it throws up all these remedy suggestions and then you need to explore these different remedy suggestions. And so that whole process is really interesting. But then there are all these main kind of philosophical points that you're learning as you study homeopathy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what is health and what is disease? What does it mean to be healthy? And what does it mean to somebody to have good health and exploring that? What's the difference between acute and chronic illness? What does it mean when somebody suppresses an illness and what are the repercussions of that on the human organism? We're all so used to putting ointments and creams on bruises and scratches and rashes and so on. But what's actually going on for the body when you suppress an illness like that? Where does that illness go? Understanding suppression, learning about um, pharmacy and potent anatomy and physiology, how the body works, what happens to different things when it goes wrong. But then we have these amazing things in homeopathy called miasms, which are like <laughs> hereditary genetics in modern medicine today. But it's all about what did you come into this life with? What came through your DNA from your grandparents? What are the traits that came, have been passed down the line to you? But also, if you want to go there, what have you brought in energetically? What is this? What are you here to learn? What is this life about? back to that kind of purpose 
And so thinking about that, and those are called miasms. And the founder of homeopathy came up with three different miasms, but now there's 11 or 12, and there's a whole way of categorizing the patients based on their miasms. Mm -hmm. And at the School of Homeopathy, we also look at the four elements. So you're looking at earth, water, fire, and air, and the four temperaments that go with that choleric, sanguine, phlegmatic, and melancholic. And that creates a whole nother map and a oh, whole wow. way of looking at personalities and people. So that's all really fascinating as well. So it's just such an enriching subject. And that's it just great makes you, you go think into those people. four, so, like the phlegmatic and sanguine and all that, because you see those terms used in the repertory. And I was thinking the other day, I yes. really need to go and do research on this because we never covered that in my studies. And I've, yes. I should probably go do a bit of reading up on this. It's amazing that you do that as well. But if you could sum up like this, what it's like to study homeopathy, like in one word, what would you say? Inspirational. Oh, I think okay. when I talk to the students, it's, they're really, yeah, they find it so inspirational. And I guess life-changing is the other thing because you just learn to look at nature and people in a different way through compassionate mm. and loving lenses. And that is such a gift in a world that's actually quite spiky and difficult at times. Mm. And so to, to have those tools of understanding why people do things and how you can help, it's a real gift. Mm. So learning homeopathy is, you're not just helping other people, you're not just learning a skill or a profession to go out there and earn money and to help people. You're also helping yourself to increase your understanding and your self-awareness of kind of what it means to be on planet earth and that's yeah and, and like i said adult education is such a gift anyway but then to learn a healing subject like homeopathy with that kind of depth it's yeah it's like doing a little yogi meditation course you go to those deeper places where well, you certainly do on our course anyway and you yeah do on, i'm sure yeah. other courses as well that adult education thing is really something special i always say i was pregnant and working and studying homeopathy and at no stage did I ever feel overwhelmed by it. Like I, there was n never a reality where I wasn't going to finish my course because it was just, it's just, like you said, inspiring is what I would say as well. It's and eye opening mm. and expansive. And it's just makes you, you can't, you can never unsee what you've seen once you've been through homeopathy and the way that you look at the world will never be the same again. So what sort of, things or people do you only have the homeopathy course or do you you've got the school of health as well so what study yeah. options do people have with you and is it only for a diploma of homeopathy that they come out with or can they do like acute prescribing or what sort of options do you yeah so we have a whole host of homeopathy courses under the school of homeopathy we have three kind of acute prescribing courses one for general home use, one for animals, pets and farm, and another for mother, pregnancy and baby. And they're short courses. They come packaged in this beautiful little box with the, the, with the books and the course binder and the movie lectures. And they're quite quick to do and reasonably, reasonably priced. We keep the price down because we want to introduce people to homeopathy and get them started. And then we have the professional course, which is a four-year course, but you don't have to do all four years. Some students opt just to do the first year foundation. Others then go on and do the full four years. Mm -hmm. And then for homeopaths, we have a collection of postgraduate courses, clinical training courses, and a one year postgraduate course. And then like you say, yes, under the School of Health, we've got nutrition. That's again, we've got a beginner course and then a one year advisor course, and then a three year professional course. 
we've got naturopathy, we've got herbal medicine, we've got a one-year yoga philosophy course, we've got the anatomy and physiology course, the pathology and disease course. So yeah, with natural medicines, our thing, <laughs> we're this... all over it. And now, oh, sorry, I was just going to say okay. our courses, distance learning, they're online, you can start whenever you like, um... and you get a pace that suits you. They're very yeah. flexible. And because people are coming as adult learners and like you were just saying you know how busy you were at the time so if you enroll on a one-year course with us we actually give you a two-year study period so we're very generous with time frames fitting everything in and we've got an amazing team of teachers as you already touched yes, on with jeff and and all these world leaders in homeopathy that have lectured for us and given recordings and provided material for the courses we're very lucky i think because of our reputation to have all of these people contributing to the study. It's, mm -hmm. yeah, it's great. I know your dad was BFF with the world's most famous homeopaths. Yes. I know him and Rajan were besties. And yes. so you, you see all these famous homeopaths. Yeah, because you guys are like, they family friends with you guys. So it's just imbued. And I was going to say the School of Health, is that also in the same premises of the School of Homeopathy? And for anyone who hasn't seen the premises, go to the website and check it out. It is like... A magical it just looks magical it looks surreal <laughs> it's like hogwarts I, yeah we get called and, the hogwarts of homeopathy because oh, it's such it's, a beautiful building i really <laughs> want to come over and just actually see like just stand there and just experience what i must imagine must yeah. be the most incredible vibe of all these incredible people that have been there yeah we have a beautiful video on the home page of the school of homeopathy website that shows the location off beautifully and it is a fantastic cotswold stone kind of building mm -hmm. set in this very pretty little valley it's completely standing on its own we're very yeah we're very lucky and some and, nice um, walking trails and things there as well yeah we have so we have three three locations in and around stroud so we've got our admin office and then we've got the school venue that we were just mm -hmm. talking about and then we have a clinic in the center of stroud so yeah when students come to see us then they can come on a little tour of, of all three of our buildings but yeah we work out of the admin office mostly that's when people phone us they're talking to us amazing now when you talk about this course being online as well like how do people do the assignments and what does an assignment tend to look like yeah so i was explaining earlier about how you work your way through a module and then you have the assignments at the end and typically an assignment would be essay based. And let's look at unit one, the very beginning of the course, there'll be a philosophy question, then there'll be a materia medica question, and then there'll be like a repertory question. And then later on, the repertory questions are replaced for cases. So we, we put a lot of emphasis on casework in our course, because ultimately that's why people are learning it. So yeah. the more clinical studies and casework that you do, the more confident and competent you're going to feel at the end. Mm. So in unit one, you've, your philosophy question is to compare and contrast what it's like to see a conventional doctor and what it's like to go and see a homeopath mm -hmm. and most students can do this off personal experience they would have seen both and you're asked to compare how long is the consultation mm -hmm. what was the practitioner wearing what sort of questions did they ask you what sort of thing did they prescribe you at the end what was it like to go there and just just compare them but you're looking for the benefits of both every system of medicine has something to offer mm -hmm. and it's important to yeah to look at the benefits and then they'd look at Materia Medica. They'll do a quick assignment on Arnica, which mm. is the hero of homeopathy, yes. the number one <laughs> remedy in homeopathy. It should be in every single ambulance and every single 
A&E ward, but unfortunately it's not quite there yet. But I think it will be one day. I believe it um, will. I've got Arnica on yeah. my logo. It's like an Arnica daisy around. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Mm. Yeah. So they do a quick one pager on Arnica. They can start get going if they're not already using it so they can learn about it and start mm. using it as a first aid remedy for shock and for bumps and bruises. It's very well known for bumps and bruises, but people forget about the shock aspect. Arnica is all about that kind of shock where, and the kind of person that wants to hide away, say, oh no, don't touch me. I'm fine, Mm -hmm. I'm fine. If they're doing Mm -hmm. that, then you know they need some, they've had a shock, they've Mm -hmm. had a bump. And maybe they've fallen down the stairs and they're pretending they're fine. Give them some, so they'll do an assignment on that. And then we get them to look at sulfur, which is, probably the largest chronic remedy that's used by homeopaths. And it's a very deep, far-reaching constitutional remedy, really interesting. And we get them to look at that, but we ask them to look at it as though sulfur is a character, like a person. Mm. And then they dramatize the remedy as though Mr. Sulfur is going to the bank manager to ask for a loan. And then they have this kind of conversation Mm. between Mr. Sulfur and the bank manager. for anyone that's into homeopathy that knows a little bit about sulfur, you're going to know that's quite an entertaining conversation. Mm, and even and what they're wearing would in... probably be entertaining. <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. Because they, they're going to be, they're going to think they're looking quite smart, but they're going to be a bit tatty and they've probably got some egg down the front of their tie and they're all a bit hot and sweaty and they're asking the bank manager to throw the windows open and then they're coming up with all these crazy ideas and trying to convince the bank manager to lend them loads of money and yeah it's fun it's fun and games so you're taking the symptoms of the remedy creatively turning it into this kind of funny sketch and that i think is really important because it helps you to remember the remedies and of course on the course you're not going to learn about 4000 remedies mm. you'll probably learn about 90 to 100 but you need to know how to read the remedies how to look at them in a book and turn the symptoms into a picture or a sketch of the remedy in your mind's eye so that mm. you can see whether that remedy actually fits with that patient and those ailments. And that's a real skill and an art that you have to learn as you go through your study of homeopathy. And if you just learn lists of symptoms, oh, it's gonna be so dry and so boring and so hard to remember. So using techniques like dramatizing the characters, it's creative, it's fun mm. and it's memorable. So yeah, those are the types of assignments they would be doing. And then we have an online clinic once a month that the students are invited to, and that's included in the course price. And they can start from year one. They become, obviously they become more important in the latter ends of the course, Mm. but the students come to those monthly. We have a monthly discussion group online and that's actually run by Luke. Um, So if you've listened to Luke Norland on, on his podcast, then you'll get a you'll get a flavor of that and the tutors they run what we call tutor group meetings four times a year so you get to meet with your cohort of students and your tutor and have these q a sessions and then we do these webinars a live webinars so that you, they get face-to-face teaching from different teachers in the school but all the main components are either written down or pre-recorded so mm-hmm. The students are never waiting for a lecture in order to be able to crack on with their work. That's our sort of raison d'etre, if you like, is around flexibility and mm. working, making everything work for the students. So there's nothing stopping them mm. from doing the study at a pace that suits them. So if they wanted to finish it earlier than the four years, can they? 
Oh yeah, that's oh, right. Okay. Yeah, we have some students that go faster. Yeah, so we say if you've got fourteen to sixteen hours a week to do the study,、mm -hmm. then you should be able to complete one year in a year. But、mm -hmm. if you've got twenty-one hours or twenty-eight、mm -hmm. hours, then yeah, you can go faster. So we have we have had the occasional student that does a year in six months. But you need the time. Homeopathy、yeah. is not a subject that you would normally rush through. As long as you've got the time to dedicate to the study. Then you can go as fast as you like. I agree that personal development really goes as as important and really goes along with the studying. And I know for homeopath that for our four year course, rushed it in about two. And I she always asks me questions, and I'm like, you should really know this. This is pretty basic stuff. So it really does worry me because she went through it so quickly. And、mm. so yeah, it does. I really feel. You need that time to really digest everything and think about it, sit with it, not just rush through the next thing, but really sit with it, make it part of your DNA, let、mm. it become part of you. And yeah, absolutely.、Mm. And yeah. so, what would you say? What can your students do after they've qualified? Would they just automatically、mm. go into a practice at home, like a home clinic, or what sort of options do they have? Yeah, our course is fully accredited, so they would be able to go straight onto a register. Hopefully, one in their country if one exists. If not, they can join the Society of Homeopaths in the UK. So they would they would have the qualification from the school, and then the letters after their name from also being registered, and then hopefully insured in their country if insurance is available. And then yes, they can go straight. They step straight into practice. Clinical training is a very big part of our course. Not only do they do. Video cases in the course that they get full written feedback on.、Mm -hmm. They also have this online clinic once a month that I discussed. They are invited to come to summer schools in the UK if they want to. These seven-day、mm -hmm. intensives where they do fifty hours of clinical training in one go. And then in year three and four, they go into supervised practice. So they start to see patients themselves under the guidance or with the help of a supervisor. You've got the support there of a professional homeopath, but you've got somebody really polishing and helping you with your practice. So by the time they get to the end of the course, they're ready to leave. They are. They're already practicing, and they've been practicing for eighteen months. And so they just, in a way, they continue doing what they are already doing, but without having to demonstrate everything to the school.、Mm. And so they they just fly off into practice. And then for some, yes, it's setting up a practice at home. They might have space in the house that they want to use as their clinic, or they might. Have a posh shed in the garden that they use as their consultation room,、mm. or they might hire premises in the local town. Maybe share those premises with other therapists and have a kind of clinic or a clinic space that they use in town. Or there might be a natural health clinic that's renting spaces, or that、mm. wants a homeopath as part of their team of professionals. Or there might be a health food shop、mm. that has a consultation room attached to that, and then. There are some opportunities to work within the NHS or alongside doctors and so on, but those opportunities aren't as there aren't as many of those opportunities、mm. as there used to be. So I would say, if you're studying to be a homeopath, you're really you're going to be your own boss.、Mm. You're going to be setting up your own business. That's what most homeopaths do, unless you go and work in a natural health clinic and then somebody else is looking after everything for you.、Mm. But to be honest, I think for a lot of people that come to homeopathy. That is part of the attraction. Being your own boss, running your own clinic, running your own hours—that that is part of the attraction because of that flexibility and fitting fitting things in and building your business is very exciting. And we, because of my background, we have a whole.
whole load of modules on setting up in practice. You and keep reading my mind. Brand and <laughs> I was about to and... ask you that. Yeah. <laughs> so you do that as well. That's amazing because the thing is that That's uh, really homeopaths are not necessarily born entrepreneurs or know how to start a business. So if mm. you give them that training mm. as well, that's invaluable. It's really important. And I think I'm so proud of the graduates now when I see them and I see the websites that they're building. They're so beautiful and they're so articulate. And I really hope that I've helped to foster and create that appreciation for good communication and good marketing. Because it's exciting setting up your own business, especially as a homeopath, when you've learned about the personalities of all these different remedies and all your different patients. And then it's what about me? What about my personality? And how do I want to reflect that in everything that I do, you know, in the writing and the colors that I choose and the visual logo and the identity that I pull together. So that's a really exciting part of the course and of being uh, and of setting up in practice. So yeah, it's, it's great to see our graduates going out there and setting up and becoming professional homeopaths. Man, it's lovely seeing your passion that you have for education and for homeopathy. It's just oozing out of you. You can see it. You live and breathe it. Aww. Can you tell our listeners where they can get hold of you? Oh, yeah, of course. Just go to School of Homeopathy or schoolofhealth.com. Easy peasy. And you'll find us. Easy peasy. Yeah, just school of homeopathy, school of health.com. Either one of those with .com after the end. And you'll find us. And we'd be very happy to talk to anyone that's interested in knowing more. Wonderful. Come and learn homeopathy. Change your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. Hey, it's, it becomes a lifelong obsession. <laughs> A good, yeah, healthy there's one, always that's something, for sure. always something new to learn. Not the whole of nature as your yeah. teacher, so there's always something new to learn. But yeah, yeah, that's most homeopaths love that. It's, Absolutely. it's uh, fascinating, lifelong yeah. learning. Yeah, Manny, thank you so much for your time. It's been lovely speaking with you, and I really hope our listeners get in touch with you and find out a bit more about what you do. Oh, thank you. It's an absolute pleasure to be here and to be talking about homeopathy with you. And thank you for all the work you're doing to promote homeopathy and to get people interested and finding out more for their just to look after themselves and this beautiful planet we're on. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Great. Bye.